Hello, everybody. Dr. Charles fascinating individuals today that I had an opportunity to interview from the International Hypnosis Federation Conference called It's All About You that's held in March of each year, sponsored by Dr. Shelley Nicholas, excuse me, Shelley Stockwell Nicholas um, and uh, her very wonderful husband, John Nicholas. This is an amazing conference filled with well over two to 300 individuals have attended and 80 different practitioners that were speaking about off-the-wall, yes, off-the-wall alternative health care opportunities related to hypnosis and otherwise. I had an opportunity to interview over 20 individuals. And so over the next uh, couple of weeks, I'm going to be bringing the recording of those individuals. I tried to do it live, and there were just some difficulties with the production quality. Um, nonetheless, Thank goodness I had a good quality recording process, so I can now bring you those interviews to you. But first, I'd like to start off with is a gentleman, Florence Tweeton. He is a hypnotherapist, certified hypnotherapist, practicing in Los Angeles, California. And he loves the possibility of being able to empower individuals to live beyond their limitations and finds that a lot of women, high-powerful women, still lack that sense of self-confidence or feeling like they can go the extra distance with their ability to succeed. He also talks about soul regression. But I will let you listen to Florence Tweeton and my interview with him on March 3rd, 2012. Enjoy. Contact information is on the front page of this program. Do not hesitate to contact any of these individuals. We will start with Florence Tweeton. We will follow it with Barbara Shipman on Akashic Files, and we will end it with Heather Rivera on research with past life regression. So once again, Florence Tweeton from Los Angeles. ...together, and what do you come up with? But a very new, different type of human being. So we want to be able to embrace each of those. And my first victim, as I called him, can you believe I do that to you? It's mm. Torrance. Torrance. Tweeton. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know, he told me something, because did you hear him say, mm-hmm, but I have to talk a little bit more about him. His name, Torrance, Thorance, take the H-O out, and it says trance. That's my real and name, that's too. And what you do, too. This is, like, <laughs> magical. I love it. You know, Thorance, introduce us to yourself and how to contact you. Uh, hi, yeah, I am Thorance Tweeton, and I uh, am a certified hypnotherapist practicing uh, in Los Angeles on... Uh, West Sunset uh, Boulevard near Silver Lake in the uh, Tower of uh, Venus uh, <laughs> Wellness Center, and I work under Tower of Hypnosis, which is your way or your path of achieving what you desire with you with your life. I've studied the Tao by way of the I Ching and mm-hmm. a few other wonderful ways of understanding mm-hmm. the Tao. The Tao, the Tao, the Teo, as they would say. You know, folks, we are here to really appreciate what hypnotherapy has to offer, and there's so many different um, avenues that you can take to improve your life and your well-being. And this is a creative program with creative people, like I say, that care to be healers, 
Sorens, you are among the individuals that really has a vision for a particular way of emphasizing or helping people through way of hypnosis. So introduce us to that. Yeah, most of my work is is with women in Los Angeles. Yay. And one of the <laughs> yes, and one of the underlying issues that that many of them have, even if they're very successful, is trusting in themselves and believing in themselves, mm. which basically is very important for their self-worth and their confidence. And a lot of them are, even though they're very successful, are working from old programs that were established in their minds, their subconscious minds, years ago. And uh, many of the things that they continue to do today are based on what somebody else told them was right or wrong or they could or couldn't do. And so what I do is work with these women and uh, assist them in opening up, allowing themselves to be vulnerable and take whatever risks that that are necessary to become aware of who they are and live the life of their true desires. Basically, achieving their desires is, is, is what we work from. You're basically saying that it's risky for an individual to become themselves. Isn't that like a sad commentary on the human condition or the way we've been conditioned to not trust the very essence of who we are, but I don't know. Maybe there's some merit in that. I'm not sure. Well, no, there is there is some merit in certain things, and it's always good to be skeptical, but I think it's really important that if you have a feeling, if you have something that you that you truly desire in your life, you have to make an effort to achieve that. And many of the women uh, find that they're... It, the way I like to describe it, it's almost as if we have this rubber band around us that mm. basically constricts us from going beyond a certain level. And as you take steps to move through certain things, you like reach a certain point and then something just snaps you back to where you are rather mm. than breaking that rubber band and actually going through the barriers that allow you to reach mm. the next level. And with the women that I work with, it's just been phenomenal to me that the right. steps that they have taken through our sessions to, mm -hmm. to just really open up and allow themselves to just believe in themselves and in their desires and their goals. Nice. You were coming. I have a book called Evolving Women's Consciousness, Dialogues of 21st Century Women. You mentioned that that is a key. We're talking about evolving women into a totally different consciousness. You have a tool that you've learned that you described to me earlier. Tell us about that. Uh, okay, well, through hypnosis, one of the most important things that that I believe is the self-love. That often people do so many things for other people, they forget to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost like it's safe to do things for other people, but uh, like a violation. Yeah, and, and and it's almost like. Take care of yourself first because the love that you give yourself every day, it, it'll reflect out and everybody else will see it. It's, it's just like it comes from you give it to yourself and it just flows outward and it basically inspires you to achieve more. It, it inspires you to you'll, you'll probably meet the right people too because they see this glow in you that you're working from. and. And it all comes from trusting yourself and really opening up and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and so many people also, each day they, they're living in thoughts from the past or fears from the future and they stay out of the moment. So with my clients, it's 
stressing on staying in the moment and just live each day sort of like a child does, to have fun, to allow yourself to be vulnerable and just believe you can do anything because a child believes they can do anything. And as we grow older, a lot of us put boundaries on what we can achieve and, and they're artificial and you can break through those. Okay, so teach us about some way we can break through us. Can you take an audience and uh, 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 audience in your imagination? He closes his eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, just audience members in your imagination. We don't have any call-ins today because I can't uh, do it all at one time. So, well, for, first of all, just to get in touch with yourself, and okay. the breathing is so important. Like when you breathe in, you mm -hmm. can just imagine that you're breathing in confidence and breathing in everything that you desire. Okay. And then as you exhale. You can just see yourself passing away the fear or the anxiety or those things that do not serve your life. Mm -hmm. And through this process of opening up and just allowing those things that you desire to be so firmly implanted in your unconscious mind, you'll actually find that you manifest them in your life. Mm -hmm. Okay, beautiful. And what's a soul? soul? Oh, oh, well, yeah. I'm so fascinated by this. Yeah. One of I mean, most of my therapies, yeah, most of my therapies just involve working with clients in, you know, their everyday life. Every now and then, somebody may come to me with a an issue that they just can't seem to pinpoint what it's right. coming from, and so what we do there is a past life regression. Oh, now that's controversial yes. and fascinating. Yes. I've done it, and um, it is kind of it, odd, it is, but powerful. It's extremely powerful and, and the method that uh, that I use is the one that I learned from uh, Martin Peterson that uh, is from Denmark and it's and Martin's over there on the other side of the room hello Martin we're talking about you yeah. okay, there we go. <laughs> and, and it's called soul key and and through that what you basically do is direct your client to a particular place they choose it I don't send them there but you just let them know that whatever it is that they need to know, they will be able to find that in a prior life that will bring light to how they can solve a current situation. For example, I had a, a lady that had... I mean, she was confidential. No names. <laughs> but I had a lady that was having nightmares of being raped. Oh, no. Powerful. Very powerful and scary. And she had these numerous years of her life. And we worked together, and she went back to a certain point where she, her parents owned sort of like a large plantation or something, and she was like 10 or 11 years old. And what happened is the parents left her alone, and somehow she got raped by the servants. Oh, dear. And that incident, it just stuck with her soul through wow. however many lives that she may have led. And... After those sessions, and it was actually just one session, and it's been a couple of years now since we had that session. She's never had those nightmares again. You know, released. Released. Like something attached to her is no longer encumbering her. That's right. Thorne, thank you so much. How do they get in touch with you? What's the uh, connection? Well, my, my phone number in Los Angeles is area code 424-229-9292. And uh, my website is DowOfHypnosis.com, and that's spelled T-A-O and then O-F, 
and then H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. You folks, if you want to work with him, he's a man of heart, vision, and really wants the best for people. Like I say, creative and healing people here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Francis. I'll you the conference. Okay. Take care. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Uh, Lauren. <laughs> I really so much do appreciate uh, the impact of, of spending the time uh, getting to know the individuals that you're hearing. They are sincere individuals from all sorts of different perspectives. And we're going to take a quick call here. Uh, hello, listener. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> you're coming right in the morning. Oh, no problem. Oh, why did you give us a call? Well, I am a hypnotist myself, and uh, I've kind of neglected it for a little bit because I'm so young, and a lot of people do not, I don't know, they just talk down upon it, I guess. Uh, They don't really believe in it because they haven't seen too much of it. But, you know, I'm just calling to get the whole energy back. Uh, I have a client coming up this week that I'm pretty excited about. And then uh, I'm going to a party where uh, I'm sure that's going to be the center of attention. So I'm just, you know, trying to realign with the energy and get back into the group, so to speak. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, great. Well, I'm so glad you joined us. And Thorns loves doing his therapeutic work with individuals um, because he tells stories that I didn't even include on the interview about how people have changed lives, and we heard so many different amazing stories about uh, addictions being immediately stopped and people being uh, immediately healed. It was a fascinating weekend. The conference was the International Hypnosis Federation. I recommend it to you and anybody else that's really interested in hypnosis. It was a fascinating group of people. So that's good luck. amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah, it sounds great. That's what I, I definitely want to do. Do you know um, where, I guess my question would be, like where most of the uh, hypnosis conferences are held? Is it more West Coast or East Coast? Oh, probably all over. I know that this is truly, and you can contact International Hypnosis Federation at hypnosisfederation.com. And she, Dr. Okay. Shelley Stockwell, has connections all over this planet. So there's right. no limit. You will find a connection. Call back. I'm going to go on to our next recorded interview with Heather Rivera, who talks about past life regression and the research she did to determine that past life regression hypnotherapy actually did have significant impact on people's well-being. So listen, listener, and the rest of you, here we go. This is Dr. Heather Rivera. Thanks. Heather S. Friedman-Vera, she is an RN, a JD, Uh and a PhD. (laughs) Everybody, this is a well-educated person, well-being through inclusive perspectives. I'm reading her card. Can you give us your contact information first? My contact information is www.pastlifesurveys.org. I am a researcher. Telephone number where they can contact you if you want them to. 714-580-8803. I am so glad to have a researcher on here. Especially with some of as many credentials as What is the PhD Parapsychic science. Where from? Where do you do your research? I, well, I did. I graduated from American Institute of Holistic Theology. Oh, in Birmingham. I'm so sorry that this is kind of awkward. It looks like this interference in the I can't do that right now, guys. So you're going to have to. Um, 
that is beautiful. Okay, but you don't sound very non-biased. You sound pretty animated. And well, I, this I'm really having an impact. I'm very passionate because I had a very significant healing for myself. But when I'm trying to go and just quantify and speak about it, I have to just show what what the, the survey respondents came up with. You know, my beliefs personally, what happened to me, are also in the book. But then I have to I have to tie it in with the objective research. Oh, I can barely wait to read those. That'd be great. So once again, walk us down the path of what your findings were that were very concrete. Okay, so if if you had a if you went in for a physical problem, eighty percent of you realize benefit from that, which is really good. Twenty one percent of people if they weren't going for a physical problem had a healing from that physical issue, from a physical issue. Wow. They just necessarily did not go in for. So most people have usually the loss of fear or death, eighty five percent of people that do it. Even just the majority of people have a past life regression are just curious like I was. And they receive, they receive all these benefits from our purpose in our life, peace and contentment, um, loss of fear of death, better communication with their family members. Now, why that one? I'm not sure why. I, I, you know, I have to speculate as to why because it's rating from one to seven, and, and if less a person, the respondent gives me more data. More information, I don't know. I have to speculate. How many right variables now. did you actually question or include in your questionnaire? There's 25 statements. 25. And there's demographic questions, too. And then they also can go ahead and just write in any more information that I may have missed. Or they can tell their story on my website. And they, and they have done that? Yes, I have. I have stories on that. And how many, what was the size of your in, your population? It's, um... Uh, most of the people are age 54, the demographic, and it's um, almost mostly women, 80-something percent women. Any theories as to why? The, the age time, I'm thinking that maybe the children have moved out and they can explore more about themselves. You know, they're more open to be able to share things. and It, it, it can be pretty uh, cathartic and it can be pretty opening to have to share a lot during a past life regression. Very emotional. So do you have any idea, we're, we're talking a lot about this conference with people who are in NLP about narratives and the power of telling, telling narratives and the healing process of that. Mm -hmm. Of course in hypnosis we use guided imagery mm -hmm. and we create scenarios and what the mind is told to believe it often can convert itself into because the power of belief and what we understand about the biology of belief right now. But it sounds like you're thinking that this moves maybe, possibly beyond just the, the power of the narrative, or is it exactly the same, or do we know yet? No, I don't know yet. Um, as uh, I tell people, again, I went on web TV and I did an interview. I said, if, if it's imagination or a metaphor, it doesn't really matter whether it has healing is what I was looking at. You know, for myself, I was able to find some historical um, proof about my past life, but then, you know, that's you what you through story? <laughs> well, it's in the book also. Oh, look, Mom. And, it, and it's <laughs> also on the website. <laughs> I was actually uh, one of the therapists here who regressed me, and um, I had a problem with recurrent laryngitis, had no voice. And even with speech therapy and ENTs, never had a voice. During this session with her, I found I was a knight, and I was stabbed in the throat, and I was gagging in her chair. When I came out of the regression, however, my voice was clear and strong, and I've never had laryngitis since that, that session. Wow. 
I did find that. I saw the shield, my heraldry, very clearly in this regression. And I did find him. His name is Murdoch, and I keep his a shield in my person at all times. Wow. So. And is, do you know what the, the, the genealogy of that is? He's Irish. Was he actually Irish? I haven't found that yet, but I did find the shield, so I was very happy about that. I find this really fascinating. I know that I, my first past life regression, I had so much detail in it, I could actually go and research it, but I hate to tell you, not a single piece of data was traceable. So there we go. So it made me, um, ben you know, wonder about the benefit of it. I really... I really want to know that this has some veracity to it beyond mm -hmm. just my imagination. But again, based on the recent finding about the biology of belief that Lipton does, Bruce Lipton does, um, et cetera, his group, that uh, it, uh, in terms of actually creating a physical change, maybe even a psychological change, it's more that I believe it will have an impact on my life than actually what it is, what the it is. I don't know that I actually like that. I actually like to know there's a real thing out there yes. that I'm having a real response to. So I'm so glad that you're doing this research because, it, I mean, this is one caveat of having to deal with something that's abstract and a wonderment to see whether or not it has actually very objectifiable, scientific, empirical sorts of outcomes. Right. And I'm just hoping that someday I'll collect enough data that someone else will take a look at it and maybe there'll be a catalyst for other studies and who knows what we'll bring up later on, you know, whether we'll be able to verify that reincarnation is real or not or where else it's going to go. But oh. right now I'm just collecting data. I love how expansive you are. Okay. <laughs> so now tell us again how we can contact you. Um, and uh, do you want people to contact you with your stories or volunteering to do the questionnaire or what sort of input would you like from the listeners? I'm, I'm looking for a couple things. If you had a past life regression, I would love you to take the survey because I need to ask the data points to help solidify my findings and that's pastlifesurvey.org. Okay. Um, and if you tell other people about it or have a speaking venue you'd like me to speak at, I've been speaking about my research findings everywhere, so I'm happy to do that. You know. Okay, and they can contact you at? At www.pastlifesurvey.org or my number is 714-580-8803. And it's Heather Rivera. Tell me about the JD for a moment. I, I got to Taft University uh, back in 2002. Oh, that's a powerful <laughs> statement in and of itself. <laughs> and in the RN. I've been a registered nurse uh, for 20, over 20 years now. Oh. I still work as a registered nurse. So really, mm -hmm. this is a moment, this is an evolved moment, <laughs> folks. And let's see if we can support her in her research because I think that will support our progression and evolution as human beings. Well, thank, thank you for you coming guys. to thank my very much. radio booth. I appreciate it. Bye. Well, that was with research with Dr. Heather Rivera, and that was a fascinating discussion thereafter to talk to her so completely about the design that she took. She's taken considerable care. She's done considerable amount of work in being able to empiricize the experience that people have had as you can hear. And while that was a really difficult uh, interview to listen to because the room was filled with all sorts of activity, as was the entire conference. I hope you were able to glean enough of what was going on. And again, you can reach us through pastlifesurvey.org. We're going to move on now to Barbara Schiffman, an interesting woman who has contributed to a book called 2012, uh, let's see if I can remember the title of it now that I've said that all, 2012, Creating Your Own Shift, and talks about the Akashic Records readings. It's an interesting, um, it, it really does require some sort of belief or 
or added seed that we can go back into our past and actually find a way to explore life in other sources of um, trans, you know, trans-like approaches to it. Anyway, I'm going to let it speak for itself because she does quite a good job in articulating it. And again, you can get the information on the front of this program that will help you be able to get in touch with her directly. So, enjoy this last interview. I look forward to... Barbara Schiffman, her last name is S-C-H-I-F-F-M-A-N. She's coming here with a book and a brochure, and she does Akashic Records readings and training. She has um, certification hypnotherapist, A-R-C-T, I don't know what that is, but first what I need to get to you to do is to kiss the microphone. No, no, don't kiss it, just romance it. Okay, there we Thank go. you. I need to that one as closely as you can, too. Oh, two microphones, even more fun. Yeah, I know, we're doing double recording here. Tell us first about how people contact you, contact information first, and then we get to go and introduce you. Thank you. My website is yourlifeandsoul.com. Spelled out all the way it sounds, yourlifeandsoul.com. My email is akashikla, that's A-K-A-S-H-I-C-L-A, at gmail.com. AkashicLA at gmail.com. And a phone number, happy to be reached by phone with questions, 818-415-3479. I have the very good fortune of standing on the lunch line with Barbara, so I'm so glad she's here. The name of her book is Creating Your Own Shift, or 2012 Creating Your Own Shift. And we are interestingly doing shows on 2012 on all sorts of different aspects of things. Yes, that's the year we're in, and it's supposed to be significant lots of levels. What do you want to tell us about what you do, what your passion is, and how you help people? Well, I do several things. I've been a healer of many sorts, what I call a life and soul coach. One of my tools has been hypnotherapy and guided imagery. And then a few years ago, I was guided to look into the Akashic Records work again, which is becoming more popular now. There's a groundswell of interest in that. And became certified as an Akashic Records teacher. That's what the ARCT is for, Akashic Records Certified Teacher. I use and teach a process developed and taught by Linda Howe, whose Center for Akashic Studies in Chicago is recognized as one of the premier processes, and she's one of the experts in working with the Akashic Records. Her book, How to Read the Akashic Records, is what came to me to help me connect with that, and I studied with her, and I now teach her process, and I'm one of her certified teachers. And we use a vibrational prayer as a tool to tune into the energy archive of our soul throughout all lifetimes. That collective consciousness, which I think of as a tapestry that we're all feeding into all the time, and each of our souls is a thread in that tapestry. So being able to tune into the collective and our individual guidance from the soul level is what I love to do, and I love to teach people how to do it for themselves, which is what more people are being called to and drawn to do now more than ever. Barbara, I really did appreciate when you were talking about this at lunchtime because it really does enable people to do their own processing as opposed to having to, like, wait for another expert or to be on pause. They can be much more flexible because they can access things quickly. But so, so can you give us a feel for what that is like or what it is? I mean, 
how would you walk us down the path of that? It's um, an expanded awareness. There are many different ways to tune into the Akashic Record, what we call that, and that's just a term for the collective consciousness, what quantum physicists are now talking about as the unified field, what Edgar Cayce tuned into, which is where he said he got his information when he was doing medical readings and past life readings between 1910 and 1945, and he called it the Akashic Records, which is how that term got popularized. And it's really that soul level that each of us has within us and is expressing in this life, but we're looking at things from the human level and not always from the soul level. And now we're all, those of us who are, and hopefully everyone, as we create that critical mass for everyone else, right, uh, can tune into both at the same time and experience things from the human level, but then also see them from that soul level, which puts a little different spin on experiences, relationships, um, how we can approach things, and what our personal evolution is. So how do we do it? The process I use uses a vibrational prayer. And that means, is that like the Om? No. No. Om is is an Eastern-style prayer. This is actually a prayer. It's one that Linda Howe was given, as she calls it, uh, to use, and she started working with it a few days before 9-11 is when it came to her, interesting her. So it's now just about 10 years old. We celebrated the 10th anniversary last year at 9-11. And, yes, <laughs> and it is a prayer that helps us tune into that higher level of ourselves, that soul level, and work with the forces of light, that divine light energy, for guidance, for clarity, kind of like a, a chiropractic attunement to the level of your soul where you're tuning into it more. It brings us into a right brain alpha state, but it's more of a conscious channeling, unlike Edgar Casey, who went into a trance where he didn't remember what he said, but it's more like me talking to you now. And also tuning into that higher awareness at the same time, like being in stereo. And using the prayer, having taken many people through past life regression, through all kinds of wonderful hypnotherapy work, I just find this prayer is faster and tunes into the part where we're accessing that energy at a very powerful but subtle level uh, as easily as that, and it can be done with less effort for those things that it's relevant for. And it's very fun to teach people how to do it for themselves because they feel the difference. It's like being in that wonderful meditative state where you're tuned into the highest and best. But then being able to bring that in at will, consistently and reliably, and get some new perspectives from that higher level about things going on in our lives now. So I, I've asked her to do it on, on the air, but she's not going to do it, folks. So she's going to have to give it to me so that I can uh, let you know what it's like afterward. Does that sound okay? It does. And we don't do it in, it's not like getting messages from the dead. We, it's a very private, sacred thing, which is why. It, it's more appropriate not to do it on the radio and to do it in private. But I did want to mention, you mentioned the book 2012, Creating Your Own Shift. I have a chapter in there. It's an anthology with 35 different authors, and I have a chapter called 2012 Through the Eyes of the Akashic Records. You can open the records of years and buildings and other things, not just humans or animals, which you can also do, and through Linda's opening the records of the coming year each year, 
uh, since I've been working with her for several years, I said to myself, I'd like to contribute to this book. Let's see what the energy of the year 2012 wants us to know. And I did this a year and a half ago. And actually in 2010, the book was being published in early 2011, and I wrote down verbatim what I got. And so, it's, yes, I can, that I can share. That I can share. So it's in the book. It's in the book 2012, Creating Your Own Shift. You can get it through my website or on Amazon. Your website again is? Soul.com. And on Amazon. And the records have said the shift is already going on. It's not about the Mayan calendar. It's not about all these predictions. It is that internal shift. We are going from being a tribal humanity to a global humanity. And we are already in that process. And many of us being more drawn to work with that soul level, that soul body of humanity, which is what the Akashic Records, the collective consciousness, the unified field are all that soul body of humanity. The mental body is the internet, what the scientists call the noosphere. But the soul body is the records, the collective consciousness, the, the soul's TiVo, recording everything we're thinking, hearing, feeling, seeing, doing, each of us feeding into that soul pool for the evolution of the whole planet as an organic body. So be careful what you do and think. It is there being recorded? It is there being recorded. But the more we record those positive, peaceful things, which is where hypnotherapy, meditation, rituals, other tools that help us tune into that higher, deeper part of us, helps bring us into that state of peace that includes love and connectedness, then we get to feed that into the record. So um, I have a question very specifically about, um, you know, are the Akashic Records my Akashic Records? Do I have, like, my, like, my aisle of books or chapters? Or and am I looking into the future that's already written because there's a time-space continuum kind of? Anyway, you know where I'm going with I do. And the records, and in fact, in the chapter I was just mentioning in the 2012 book, talks about this. The future is not written. It's not locked in stone. It is all being shaped by what we're doing now, by the choices we make, by the actions we take, by the energy we're expressing and we're generating because we're all receivers and transmitters, both at the same time. And there are many potentials. So what's occurred so far in your previous lifetimes, which is what the Akashic Records are the archive of, and all of this lifetime, which is learning and evolving on the themes you've been working on on previous lifetimes, but taking it further into a higher octave, using those things again in a new time, place, body, set of relationships for the higher good of yourself and the collective. Uh, but what comes next is based on what we choose, the actions we take, and it's like in the movie The Adjustment Bureau, which is one of my favorite recent movies. No, you know how when they made choices, those little maps changed? So the choices we make change our map. We're going to learn things either way we go, according to our soul. They don't care what we choose. They're just there to help us evolve. We can learn it the hard way. We can learn it the easy way. We can learn it the fast way, which is often with the more challenges. We can learn it the slow way, which is often when things come easy and we don't appreciate them. But we're learning. Are we? So are our angels and spirit guides in the Akashic Records as well? I mean, do they have history, too, that's recorded? Like the intervention of Gabriel or angels? I mean... 
I'm going to give you what, what Linda Howe, my, my teacher and mentor, says about this. Um, and again, we anthropomorphize all these things so we can work with them at the human level. But imagine the Akashic Records as this big cosmic library with lots of different rooms in it. The, the, the process that she developed that I use accesses the heart of the records. But there are many rooms. Some of them are very informational. You know, they all have their purpose. But they are that soul level of us, where spirits and angel angels and spirit guides and ascended masters and all those wonderful other helpers, tools, energies, which work with a lot of different people, they're kind of outside the library. They have their own place on the lawn, like they have this wonderful bazaar going on where we can reach them all. But they're external to us. They work with a lot of different people at the same time, whereas our records are just art. They are part of the collective, but they are also unique and private to us, which is why it's a private, sacred process. Okay, guys, I'm going to go really weird now. Ready? Prepare yourself. How about life on other planets? Is it part of the Akashic Records as well? The Akashic Records, again, according to Linda, and this is my experience, is the soul body of life on Earth. Oh, interesting. So other dimensions, other planets probably have their own energetic, you know, like we're recording things now for computers in the cloud. They've got their own cloud. The Akashic Records, what we label as that, the human collective consciousness, is about life on Earth. It's like having the album of your family over many, many years, but then you've got your little vacation album of when you went to Hawaii, and that's in a different book. So the Akashic Records are the ongoing family album. The vacations on other planets have their own album. Wow, that's fascinating. Okay, we, we need to know how to get in touch with you. Where are you located, by the way? I'm located in Burbank. I do readings by phone as well as in person, and I travel and teach. I teach a great deal here in Los Angeles and the Southern California area, and I'm open to traveling to anywhere a group of people would like to bring me to do a weekend training so people can access their own records easily, go very deep, very quickly, and learn how to work with not only themselves, but also do readings for other people, for pets. I have a lot of animal communicator students. I have feng shui consultant students who open the records of buildings, homes, apartments. Um, also, many different types of healers. We can open the records of plants and crystals, all of that. So it's very fun teaching people to do that for themselves. And then their relationship with their own records leads them to find the way to use that with all the other things they do in the way that's unique for them. Hey guys, you've got to get in touch with her. You can get in touch with her by calling? 818-415-3479. And check out her book again, 2012, Creating Your Own Shift. And this is an anthology. She has one chapter among many, again, creative individuals thinking outside the box. They're also healers. Thank you. Thank you so much. In the production of all the noisiness and excitement I don't want to forget that a lot of it was about creating a place of tremendous peacefulness, confidence in the attitude, being able to creatively approach what's going on in your life and integrating your mind, your emotions, your belief system, the way you approach things from your past. On your ability to move forward in life, it really was a very empowering song. It's all about me. And these individuals were three months in the camp. 
I do hope you will stay tuned and tune in again with the idea of being able to be further enlightened by all sorts of different alternative approaches. Now, some people find these alternative approaches here Others find them absolutely ridiculous for all. And the others find it truly a part of their life and that they have been their body, illnesses, emotional blocks, relationships, and possibly create the type of life they want to create. So do not be chagrined find very attractive to these types of approaches living. I found the entire very, very inspiring, very warm, wonderful to be on 300 people who are much more interested helping us being healers in our society than being competitive or controversial or innocent. All about the divine spirit. We will end the program with the next four minutes. And the group, the bees, yourself, the way you're going to do the rest of the day. Every word you say to yourself is form in the That makes you very responsible for what you say. I think this is a wonderful realization because with all the responsibility comes all the power to actually make a difference and yes there are people who can use that power not so much good but there are going to be many more individuals who can use that power to be able to really help people move forward throughout the day feeling the warmth the optimism yes optimism of what they can create by their words. So, as you're thinking and thinking about take deep breath, very deep breath, blow it out, and blow it out in another another breathing so deeply and fully. That even though the world out there on that radio station full of news reports, political damn arguments seem ridiculous, people who are wanting to pretend they're going to remedy don't look at empathy, go into your entire world, but you go through whether you use it most to help leave your or whether you use it most have to have curiosity keep up mystery or is that even real or what is that like and just to wonder living in the wonder the creativity the imagination without the closed restrictions the doors believing me I am the epitome of wanting to have the appearance of finding what fascinating and now research, although she's not her. In fact, a quick files has had a lot of different 
narrative an exploration in life if we close the door on what is true based on a very limited group of individuals that tell us what we ought to believe is true whether it's in faith or in medicine or science perhaps we're not going to enjoy a larger flavor of wonderment or maybe so could those be that are skeptical enjoy entertainment, but but just wonder and and those of you who have experienced these sorts of things just an impact. Contacting I want to hear your story. Dr. Carol Francis dot com, Dr. Carol Francis at gmail dot com, three one zero five four three one eight two four. Ah, thanks. No, there are people out there? wondering what the alternatives of life are all about. Take very good care of yourself. Bye.
very, very good time today. Later. Dr. Carol Francis signing off.